Today, we're going to talk about why keyword tools and search traffic estimates are wrong. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. All right, guys, welcome back today. I'm excited because I'm going to be talking about something that a lot of people don't talk about and they should. And I wasn't really aware of it until I started to look at the data. But today we're going to talk about why keyword tools and search traffic estimates are wrong. They're wrong. I'm here to tell you they're wrong. If you are using a tool like the one that I use, Uber Suggest, now I do recommend using tools for this because it gives you ideas. It starts to show you the landscape. It starts to show you the competition. And it also shows you those low-hanging fruit keywords that you can rank for very easily by looking at other metrics. I'm not looking at a keyword going, that gets 9,000 searches a month. I'm going after that keyword. Because here is the truth. You're not just going after that one keyword. And what I mean by keyword is like long tail, okay? Uh, How to catch bass in a pond, long tail, okay? But what people don't realize is that same string, right? That same string, if you write the article correctly, you put in the other, uh, you know, subheads in there, right? And we we talk all about this in our niche properties class. I've talked about it here on the podcast and, and on my coffee talks. But basically what we're doing is we're creating an outline. Inside of that outline, there's going to be subheadings. There's going to be what we call H2s. And then there's H3s, which are like sub sub categories. And that also allows you to rank for certain keywords that are also around, okay? It's got to be related, obviously, to that long tail. But if all you're doing is looking through your keyword research at that one string, you're like, oh, wait a minute, that gets zero searches. Why would I go after that? Well, here's the deal. They're just pulling that data, okay, from the same sources that everyone else is. And there's keyword searches that are happening right now that aren't actually registered in the database. Uh, If you're using some of these tools, they have to update their database, okay? So all that we're doing here is we're just trying to get ideas, what makes sense for your website. And the funny thing is, is since I've started kind of down this road, which has been about just about two years since we set out on the mission to create a couple of case studies uh, for building these niche properties, which at the time we weren't calling these niche properties, we were just calling them a website that got traffic. You know, it was a brand in a sense. Um, But because we're doing this a little bit differently now where we're going after traffic, we want to turn on an ad network. And then from there, we want to also do some affiliate marketing. And then maybe we'll bolt on some other things and maybe we'll build it out to be a brand. But right now we're just doing it for a piece of digital real estate. That's really what we're doing. And so I've learned since I started this, that I'm not necessarily looking at the keyword and only searches. Now, in the beginning, I was kind of looking at the searches because I thought that that's what I needed to look at. 
But in reality, what I was looking at or what I'm looking at now is what are some long tail keywords that the audience we know are searching for? And there's ways to do this. And we talk about this on the podcast and we talk about it inside of our training, the niche properties class. And so what we want to do, though, is we want to really look at the competition and say, okay, that long tail, okay, can I compete with the people that are on page one? And then I know that there's going to be other keywords because if you do the keyword research, right? So if you do that one keyword and then you go, okay, what are the other questions that are being asked around this that would make good subheads? And then what's going to happen is you're going to collectively get other searches that are leading to that one article that you wrote with that one long tail keyword. So just keep that in mind. We are not just going after that long tail. That's not the only traffic. We know that we're going to get other other searches coming in from that related search. So if all you're doing is looking at that at that zero and you're like, eh, I don't want to go after that because it gets zero, you might want to reconsider that. And I'm going to share with you some numbers as to why, okay? And these are fresh. I just pulled these up this morning uh, because I wanted to talk about this. And I also want to look at it myself because, you know, a lot of times we do get hung up on the numbers. If you're looking for keywords, you, you want to start with keywords that you think get traffic, right? Who doesn't? But if all you did, if all you did is went to Google and put in, and I'll do that right now on the fly real quick. Okay. If I, if I went to Google and I typed in how to catch bass in, and then let it autofill, it says the summer ponds, August, uh, lake, uh, hot weather, July, deep water, the rain, right? Well, inside of that article, I would probably include some of this other stuff. So that means that I'll probably show up for some of those other searches, or I could say, okay, let's go to uh, how to catch bass in ponds. So I'm going there. I scroll down a little bit and it says, people also ask, what is the best bait to catch bass in a pond? How do you catch bass or catch large, large mouth bass in pond? And then what bait is best for pond fishing? What do bass get in a pond or how to get bass in a pond? That was another one. And then let's see, go down a little bit further. Uh, will bass reproduce in a pond? Can fish just appear in ponds? Those are some questions I might want to include as subheads that will also allow me to rank for ver a variety of keywords. Okay. So it's not just the first one that I started with was how to catch bass in ponds. Okay. So just really understand that. All right. Or try to anyway. All right. And, and I know if you haven't if you haven't had the experience and if you haven't like said, I'm going to set out to do this one keyword, but, uh, and, and it gets like, you know, no searches, but then I get traffic from it, then it makes you a believer. So I want to make you a believer by sharing a, uh, a result that, that we ended up receiving here. Okay. It's a, it's pretty good. All right. So let me go ahead and share my screen. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you won't be able to see this, but I will try to describe it the best that I can. Uh, so let me go ahead and share this. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and share this to the stream right now. All right. So right now what we're looking at, okay, is this is page views. Okay. And if you're looking at the date and I'm going to, I'm going to explain it. So you guys that aren't watching can understand this page views was 6,156. Average time on this page was six minutes and 46 seconds. How is that even possible? How would it take that long? Well, another little ninja tip here for you. If you embed uh, videos on that page, people will sit there and watch the video, right? And then it keeps them on the page longer. If you are doing 
uh, display ads. That helps your RPM, your, your cost per thousand that they'll pay you. And also it keeps them on the page longer, which helps Google know that or helps you let Google know that people are actually on your website longer. That means it must be good. All right. So just a little side note there. Um, and so what we're looking at here is this article was posted. Uh, looks like it was in, I'm going to say the end of July. Yeah. About the end of July. Let's just call it July, 2020. Okay. In the time of this right now, we are in September, 2021. So let's just call it a little over a year. Let's call it, you know, 13 months. Okay. And if we're looking at the graph here, Okay. Now in the very beginning, you see a little bit more traffic there. It's like, I say more like 10. That's because it was probably us posting, going back in, adding images, going back in, whatever that still tracks. Right. But then after that, it's basically crickets. Okay. There's not a lot of traffic, not a lot of traffic. And then December of uh, 2020. Okay. That's probably, let's see, July, August, September, October, November. That's let's call it six months. Boom, look what happens. We start getting traffic. This is another point I want to make. When you create content, you got to give it time. You got to give it time because if you don't give it time, you're not ever going to be able to rank, okay? So and what I mean by that is, is let's say that you, you post three articles and you're like, well, it's not working after three months, so you stop. You need to keep producing so you can then look back and go, oh, that took six months. Oh, that one took eight months. And here's another little fun fact. When your site gets more authority, you start ranking faster, okay? I've got articles right now that were published not even four weeks ago that are on either page two or page one already, okay? So it starts to really build momentum, okay? So here we are, all right? And if you guys are listening, I'll try to explain it here. The graph is going up, all right? So here we're at about 20, 20 here uh, a day. Then it went to maybe 15, and then we went to 20, and we went to maybe I went down a little bit. Then we went up to 20 and then down. And this, this kind of went on for, I don't know, a few months, December to February. And then we started to tick up a little bit and then it dropped a little bit. And then it went up. Now we're in the thirties. Now we're up close to 40 in April. And then we're now over 40 in April. Uh, let's see over 50, almost 60 in April and at the, uh, let's see April, that'd be May. All right. And then Drops a little bit, maybe down to 40, a little under 40. Then in June, it goes up over 40 again. So we're consistently, we're bouncing around here, but we're between 40 and I would say 50 at this point, right? And even right now, okay, when you would say, well, you know, you know, may, maybe this is, uh, you know, something that just had a spike and then it's going away. No, it had a spike, but now it's kind of, it's, it's staying consistent above the 30 per day. Okay. Pretty consistently. All right. So this was over this 13 month period. So if I would have looked at this inside of the search uh, tool, right. To see how much search it got, it got zero. Okay. And I have proof of that here too. I'm going to go ahead and flip it over here. This is in uh, Uber suggest. Okay. Now I blurred out the keyword just to keep it private. Um, but the search volume was zero. SEO difficulty was a four. So this is another strategy that we teach inside of the niche properties class is where we want to go and filter the SEO difficulty to be below 30 generally. And that's in the green. Once we get it in the green, there's a good chance we'll rank. But people would look at this and go, I'm not writing on that piece of content because I'm never going to get any traffic. This keyword, this long tail, 
this article, okay, is driving over 700, I believe it is. Let me go ahead and give you the 30-day. Uh, the 30-day is 790. So this is the last 30, okay? And on this last 30, 790 page views, unique page views is 626, okay? 626. And if we're looking at this as an RPM, okay, for Mediavine, let's say, okay, Mediavine right now is, is averaging for us anywhere is between $19 to about $35 per thousand, okay? So let's just say that this one article is making, let's just call it 30 bucks a month, just this one article. Okay, because for those thousand page views, okay, we're not at a thousand, we're at 800. Let's say it was, you know, 20, 20 some dollars. Let's say, let, let's just call it 20 bucks. Let's just say this one article makes 20 bucks a month, right? And it's going to continue to keep growing, maybe, or maybe it just stays right here. And let's say that you invested, uh, let's say that you spent $40 on that article to have it written. Two months it's paid for, not immediately, right? It takes time. And now this is just one piece of content. What about the other 300 that are there? Now, not all 300 are going to make this or that are going to do this. And some of them are behind, right? Some of them aren't six years or six months old. Some of them aren't going to mature until the 12 month mark. Okay. But that's why we got to keep on this and we got to keep after it. Okay. But I mean, this right here is proof that if I was to look at the keyword right here, if I was to look at this keyword and go zero, not doing it, it's not worth it. We would have never had this piece of content written and we never would have had 790 visitors in the last 30, 30 days or at 626 uniques. And we never would have had the lifetime right now of just about 13 months of 6,156 page views uh, or unique page views here is 5,426. And if we just, if we skipped these, the, the first six or eight months, you can see, I mean, the traffic has really come in from the last six months. Okay. And it's continuing to grow. Okay. So this is again, just an example of why we do not want to rely on a tool to make our decisions. Okay. We don't look at it and go, oh, we have to rank for keywords that only get a hundred searches. We don't care about that because in reality, that one there might only get a hundred, but the one over here might get a thousand from a variety of other keywords that are bringing in to that, to that piece of content. So again, that's why I wanted to share this with you. I want this to sink in for you. Do not get hung up, especially in the very beginning. Don't get hung up on tools and having that make the decision for you. Have it guide you. I like the idea of guiding you, okay, but not where it's going to make the decision for you. There's also a gut feel, right? If you are looking to create a piece of content and you are going through this right here, I'm just going to go, let me go back, let me get off of here. And I'm just going to go back to my example of how to catch bass in ponds. Let me even go for a better one, okay? Um, how to catch bass in a pond during summer, right? So if I went after that keyword, I could probably also rank for these other subtopics, okay? Where do pond bass go in summer? How do you catch bass in hot weather pond? What is the best bait for bass in the summer? How do you catch bass in the summer heat? If all I was to do is put those four 
in my subheads and answer those other questions, there's a good chance I'm going to probably get some related searches that are going to bring people over. But if all I did was look at how to catch bass in a pond during summer, it might not do that well, right? It might not get that much for searches, but I know that I'm going to get the long tail because the article is going to cover more than just that topic. It's going to be around that topic, but not just that topic. All right. So hopefully this has helped you. Hopefully this opened your eyes and also will get you out of the, I got to look for keywords that get a ton of traffic. When you are starting from scratch, the best advice I could give you is to go after these easy to rank for question-based posts for two reasons. One, it's going to allow you to create content faster, which then is going to get more content on the site. It'll get indexed faster from Google. And then as you are waiting for it to mature, you will now be ahead of the game. The other thing is, is it allows you to get into a rhythm. It allows you to produce content on a regular basis and you learn from that. Okay. And then you can look back and go, you know what? I'm going to do it a little bit different, right? I'm going to do it a little bit differently. When we do our keyword research, we're going to, we're going to make sure it hits these markers now right? Or, oh, I'm, I'm seeing this other content that's starting to rank. Maybe I'm going to create more around that because our site is ranking well for that, right? That's when you can start making those decisions. But until you have that data, you can't make those decisions. So what we always recommend is going after those, those low competition keywords. They're usually long tail. And usually what we'll do is we will just filter those inside of Uber Suggest to give us the ones that are easier to rank for. And then we'll just pick 10 to start with and go and run with it, okay? Now, if you can cluster them together, that's a good idea. And what I mean by that is, is if you have related ones that could be interlinked to each other. But again, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. All right. Uh, but that's exactly what we are doing. That's exactly what I'm going to continue to do. Um, right now, currently, we have four sites that we're building out uh, and soon to be a fifth. And this is the strategy. Like, I don't want to uh, make it sound too easy, but it really is that easy. Um, because it doesn't have to be complicated. You can make it complicated. We don't want to make it complicated because we want to uh, really just get that content created, get it on there, get it indexed and move on. All right. So if you want help with this and you want to go through our niche properties training, head on over to buildnicheproperties.com. Again, that's buildnicheproperties.com. And you can go through our training and we'll show you exactly how to do it. We'll take you right by the hand and walk you through it. Either way, if you're creating content right now, go after those long tail and don't worry so much about the search volume. Okay. Don't worry so much about the search volume. Just get the content out there, get it created, get it optimized and uh, put it out there so Google can index it and people can find it. That's how you're going to get traffic. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, take care, take action, have an awesome day, and I'll see you soon. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing, if you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener, like this one right here from Leanne. 
She says, content is invaluable. Five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.